Well, let's shift focus a little bit. And joining us now is Canada's National Defence Minister. Anita Anand is in BC today. Minister, thank you so much for taking a few minutes with us. Well, thanks, Joe. It's great to be on again. It's great to be back here in British Columbia. I'm welcoming home two ships, HMCS Vancouver and HMCS Winnipeg. They've been away for six months in the Indo-Pacific, so it's great to be here. Uh, you're in, in welcoming, welcoming them back, uh, and I know you're going to be uh, spending a bit of time at CFB Esquimalt later today. Can you talk a bit about the Indo-Pacific strategy? I know you announced it within the last few days. What specifically are we looking at as far as Canada's response and what Canada's doing? Actually, you're right. It was about a week ago where our government announced the Indo-Pacific strategy in Vancouver. As a Pacific nation, Canada will increase its military presence in the Indo-Pacific. We have four new defense initiatives backed by half a billion dollars in new investments, including a third frigate to our annual deployments, increasing Canadian Armed Forces participation in regional exercises, launching a new Canadian capacity building program, which will include mentoring and will be based on our Women, Peace and Security initiatives, as well as helping partners build their cyber capacity. So those are four of the initiatives that we are launching in the defence area. Uh, When you made this announcement and talked about the strategy, I know you also mentioned China. Uh, You said that it was no secret that China is becoming increasingly assertive as it advances interests and that it has values very different from Canada's. Uh, Can you talk, though, about that relationship and how this plan and this strategy plays into that? Most definitely. First and foremost, this is a strategy for the entire region, the Indo-Pacific region. And our goal is to uphold peace and security in the region together with our allies. We are a Pacific nation ourselves. Stability is essential to global security, and that's why the region is so important. In terms of China, we will challenge China when we need to. We will cooperate with China when we must. Um, But this is really about the region as a whole and not one country. But when we look at what other countries are doing as well, and Japan announcing within the last couple of days that it is going to work in the next five years to reach the spending that countries are supposed to be doing, 2% of the GDP for defense spending, what does it say when we see a country like Japan doing that, and even with an announcement like this, Canada not reaching that goal? So the 2% of GDP is a NATO target, and our defense spending has been on an upward trajectory. We are raising uh, defense spending by 70% under Strong, Secure, Engaged, our defense policy. We are the sixth largest defense budget in NATO. And so, as I said, we are continuing to be focused not only on the Indo-Pacific, but on defense generally speaking, especially following Russia's illegal invasion of Ukraine earlier this year. We have to remember that prior to 2015, under the previous government, defense spending dipped below 1%. So as I said, we're on an upward trajectory and we'll continue to make sure that we're responding to global situations, including in the Indo-Pacific as well as in Europe. But even with the upward trajectory, we're still not at that NATO target. And again, when we see a country like Japan, which is even closer proximity to China, and when we see a country like that making the commitment, is there a goal for Canada to make that 2% commitment? 
Well, I think you're right to point to Japan, and we have to remember its geographical proximity to China, something that Canada is not exactly placed in that same region, in that region. But we aren't taking our eye off the ball. We are eyes wide open on China. We committed $8 billion in new spend in Budget 2022. Uh, We have spent and committed uh, additional monies for continental defense, and in June, I announced almost $40 billion over 20 years on continental defense and NORAD modernization. So as I said, if you take, Jill, our defense initiatives in the Indo-Pacific, in NORAD, in NATO, our defense spending is increasing in all of these areas. And that's something that we have not seen in previous governments and really should be taken note of. Uh, You mentioned uh, the attack in Ukraine as well. Uh, And this morning uh, we saw and read more reports uh, of missiles that have uh, been launched at Ukraine from Russia. Do you feel that Canada is doing enough to support Ukraine in this ongoing war? So from a military standpoint, Canada has sent over 600 million dollars in military aid to Ukraine and recently we committed another 500 million dollars bringing us to over a billion dollars in military aid committed for Ukraine. That is incredibly important in terms of Canada's ongoing commitment. Part of our military equipment that we've sent includes armored vehicles, includes M777s, ammunition for the M777s, rifles, uh, ammunition for those rifles, winter clothing as winter approaches. This is even more important, made by Canadian suppliers, that is. And on top of that military aid and equipment, we are also training Ukrainian soldiers. We've trained over 34,000 Ukrainian soldiers in terms of techniques that they can use on the front lines. That training is continuing in England as well as training Ukrainian engineers in Poland. So our military aid is comprehensive. It is across the board in terms of equipment, tangible equipment, as well as training. And we're also transporting military aid on behalf of our allies from Presswick, Scotland. How concerned are you with the escalation or the ongoing escalation as far as Russia's attack on Ukraine and where it could go from here? No one knows what Vladimir Putin is thinking or what he will do next. So my purpose and my goal is to stay focused on helping Ukraine. Wherever I go in this country, I see Ukrainian flags flying from cars and hanging from porches. And even earlier this year, I was here in Victoria, Ukrainian Cultural Center, and I know that in this region, as well as across this country, The conflict is incredibly important and continuing to stand up for Ukraine's sovereignty and the rules-based international order is very important also. I am very concerned that Russia is attacking civilian targets, attacking infrastructure, weaponizing winter, and we need to make sure that as a country we are doing whatever we can for Ukraine. That's why overall our budget our government has committed approximately $3 billion plus towards the fight for a sovereign Ukraine. 
All right, Minister, we'll have to leave it there for this morning. But thank you again so much for making some time for us. Uh, It might snow while you're here uh, in BC, but uh, maybe not. But thanks again so much for being with us today. I love the snow, and I'm so happy to be back in British Columbia. Thanks, Joe. All right, that is Anita Anand. She is Canada's National Defence Minister.